0: Isaiah forty three fourteen through 28. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives, even the Chaldeans in the ships in which they rejoice. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior, They lie down, they cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise.
1: Yet you did not call upon me, O Jacob, but you have been weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought me your sheep for burnt offerings or honored me with your sacrifices. I've not burdened you with offerings or wearied you with frankincense. You have not bought me sweet cane with money or satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your iniquities. I, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us argue together. Set forth your case that you may be proved right. Your first father sinned, and your mediators transgressed against me. Therefore, I will profane the princes of the sanctuary and deliver Jacob to utter destruction and Israel to reviling. This is a word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: All right. Join today <laughs> by the people's favorite. Uh great jennifer mcclish thank you (laughs) and we are continuing through isaiah 43 you know i i think if you'd asked me a few years ago to name like the most landmark uh encouraging moments in isaiah from memory i probably would have said like uh isaiah 53 isaiah 6 isaiah 43 Mm -hmm. because you know all for the majority of my life, that I've known of and thought about when I think Isaiah 43 is the like, when you walk through the fire, I'll be with you. Yes. And, uh, but actually, you know, as we're reading this whole chapter, it's a very like complex dance <laughs> where God is showing mercy and forgiveness towards Israel and then also punishment and retribu- retribution. Right. Uh, you know, there's judgment. There's healing, there's restoration, there's worship, there's angst. So... What a fun chapter exactly. that you have jumped into know, right? with me today. Yeah. So, we're continuing on and this is, you know, like kind of middle of Isaiah 43 to the very end of the chapter. We got some ostriches and jackals hey. who are praising the Lord. They right? So, a little like Lion King kind of moment. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> and uh circle of life. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: That is like the image that comes to mind when I think of ostriches uh, honoring the Lord. Uh-huh. So, we got that Uh, We got, you know, this talk about sacrifices and all that sort of towards the end. Um, And then we have some imagery from the Exodus, Yeah, uh, which throughout the Old and New Testament, we just can't seem to get away from the Exodus. Right. So, Jennifer, the people are (laughs) begging me to shut up and to hear what your thoughts are. So what are your thoughts on this passage?
0: Yeah, well, you set it up really well. Like, it's very complex. um, And yet... I think just in that God's showing us that he's doing something bigger Mm. than we could ever imagine. And you hinted at it, just the fact that we have these references to the Exodus point us to the fact that God is always about something so glorious and epic Mm -hmm. that we can just get very much um, in the details of who's winning, who's losing uh, circumstances, how I'm feeling about them. What is God doing to me? I mean, you can just imagine where these people are in exile and all the self-focus and pain that they would be focused on and then here comes Isaiah mm. saying these things but truly lifting their heads not to under not only to understand um just how God is relating to them in this moment because it's very real right they're mm. they're um it seems like the Babylonians are being elevated and yet they know they are God's people but to even point their heads to something greater which is that God is, um, he is saving us. I mean, salvation is of the Lord and that it requires this um, exodus that will only be accomplished um, through his son on the cross that we can um, defeat death or Mm -hmm. that God defeats death on our behalf. But, um, you know, in some ways you can think like, well, how is that relevant to these people right now? And yet it's always the most relevant thing, right? To consider Mm -hmm our ultimate need, and God's ultimate Mm. plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's kind of of what Isaiah is doing here. Mm. He's saying there's a problem, there's a remedy, this is the outcome, and yet I'm pointing you to something greater, like consider who God is.
1: Mm. Absolutely. You know, this section uh, in kind of verses like 22 through 24-ish, one of the big critiques is, Basically, their failure of the sacrificial system, mm-hmm. the people's failure to abide by it, and I think, especially for us as modern readers, it's easy to hear that and blink and miss it, and just be like, "Well, right, uh, they didn't sacrifice, right?" So you know, <laughs> that's why they're in them. trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. But the sacrificial system is such a strange, interesting thing in the Old Testament mm-hmm. that yields a lot of beauty, but. The truth that we have to see about it is that it's like baptism and the Lord's Supper; it is set up by God to be an outward sign of an inward reality. And so, you know, kind of like a passage that we can put in harmony and contrast with this one is Psalm fifty, where the Lord says, "Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you; your burnt offerings are continually before me." Mm-hmm. So this is a little different than Isaiah forty three. Yeah, saying, yeah, I, you actually are sacrificing, but I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your, your folds for every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle on a thousand Hills. I know all the birds of the Hills and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you for the world in its fullness are mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? And then this is like the really key verse Offer to God, a sacrifice of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And perform your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you. And so, God is actually through this rebuke, He's inviting them into deliverance. You know, yeah. He's not crushing them, but He's actually saying, "Like, call on me, and I will deliver you." Yes. You've made this sacrificial system all about the blood of goats and bulls yes. and whatever. Which, as though I'm like a house plant that <laughs> needs blood right. of goats right. to survive. And you're missing the whole point that it's, I'm asking you to bring your riches to me as a display of thanksgiving. And so back to Isaiah 43, like here, the people have forsaken the burnt offerings and the, the sweet cane. You know right. uh, which is He says
0: like you weary of me and God's saying, But I never weary of you. Exactly, like I exactly. Th- th- yeah, it's like we reduce him to such a um I love that, a houseplant. Yeah. Um uh, but to to nothing and yet he's everything. He wants our it's always disappointing like that your heart would desire him mm. um and the means that he's given you to, absolutely yeah. Yeah. With
1: him. The, and that's the reality that this is all pointing back to yeah. is like your your heart is far from me. You know, Isaiah says elsewhere, um, your sins like God's I'm gonna butcher this, but it's like God's ear is not dull so that it cannot hear his eye Yeah so that he cannot see. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. And so basically God is saying here, like your failure to like uphold these basic things displays a great distance that you've made between yourself and me your redeemer right who loves you and removes your sins from you and there's a consequence there which is discipline you know yeah. as a father disciplines the son whom he loves so the lord uh or as a father reproves the son who loves so the lord disciplines uh us and as so children yeah exactly exactly and so that's kind of where this passage ends today is yeah. discipline. <laughs> discipline. Um, and, and Isaiah is doing this dance, you know, like Isaiah 42 ends with discipline. And then the first word of Isaiah 43 is but. but and yeah. then Isaiah 43 ends with <laughs> discipline. And guess what Isaiah 44 starts with? But, but
0: now. I, I know, <laughs> exactly. right. But how cool, again, God making this point of like how we diminish him mm. and we... Uh, that his plan of discipline is so complex that he would use all these nations in succession as we've seen. And it's going to be like, you just think like you wouldn't do it this way, even if you were disciplining a people. And yet he's, I mean, just even in his uh, disciplining us, demonstrating like, I'm so far above you. I have such a greater handle on this and like what's actually going on in your heart and what's required uh, to bring you back to myself. Um, like he's always just declaring his greatness to us, even in this pain. So absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Comes at it a lot of ways. <laughs>
1: it's like, and that's really resonant with Isaiah, or sorry, with Psalm 50. Um, When the Lord speaks kind of in this like tone of discipline yeah, and, and fatherly judgment, right. it's easy to kind of hear that as like a, this divine screw you for yeah. messing up, yeah. which it's not at all. Because he's not saying like, screw you, you messed up. Yeah. Don't you realize how much you've messed this up? Yeah. But you know, in Psalm 50, the whole point that it kind of lands on is, call on me and I will deliver you. Exactly. And uh, and then in Isaiah 43, he's saying, I'm the, I am he who blots out your transgressions mm-hmm. for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. So put me in remembrance. So it's a good reminder for us today that God's kindness and his judgment, his discipline, uh, which always flows from love, are meant to lead us to repentance. Amen. Amen. Love it. Well, for Jennifer McClish, this is Will Carlisle. We're going to continue through Isaiah 44. And so we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm.